Yes, so uh, I say greetings to you. I'm always thinking of, is there a God? Is God real? Is the Bible true? And in my experience, I have found that many scriptures in the Bible has become real to me. I've been living in this environment of the Bible for many years now. And one of the first things I do in the morning when I get up is to say, today is going to be the most wonderful day of my life. Today God's going to do beyond what I can think or pray, exceeding abundantly beyond. Things are going to get better for me. Sometimes people say, one day things are going to get better. I say no. Within the next moment, within the next second, the next minute, the next hour, the next day, week, month, year, things are going to get better. So maybe if you're standing next to me, you're saying, but nothing is changing. Yes, nothing may be changing in my presence but the moment I utter those words and say things are going to change now within the next minute or moment, then God commands people and commission people to bless me or to invite me or to promote me. So one of the things that I've experienced about the Bible is prayer. Hallelujah. Now, you must remember that I grew up as an atheist. In our home, we didn't believe in God. We didn't pray to God. We never read Bible. We never went to church. I was about 20 years old when I first heard about God and had an encounter with Him uh, on the athletic track. So that's the time I gave my heart to Jesus and that's the time I started to read the Word of God. And I have found that by believing the Word of God and praying to God, He heard many of my prayers. Now you must know that not all of your prayers will be heard because He only answers prayer that is according to His will. Amen. So you've got to understand that you do, mustn't say, no, but God, I prayed to God and He didn't hear and He didn't answer. If you read in the book of, it's actually a letter, First John uh, chapter 5, that, that uh, letter of John is just right there before um, the book of Revelation. So, it says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So, if your prayer is not answered, it means that it may not be according to God's will. But sometimes your prayer may be according to His will, 
but there may be a delay in the answer. You see, because we, if you read in the book of Daniel, you'll find that Daniel prayed about something, and then the the angel brought the answer to him after three weeks, twenty-one days. And the angel said, Daniel, your prayer was heard the very first time that you prayed, but I was delayed for 21 days because I had to battle my way through the principalities and powers that was controlling the air. Amen. We'll go into that about principalities and powers and again some on, on another um, episode. But so I started to pray for things. And I remember one of the things I prayed about was when I had my first computers. Now my first computers were 486, 786. They were really slow. The, the hard drives were about 8 megabyte, 16 megabyte, very small, smaller than a thumb drive today. And I always used to battle whenever my my computers broke. I had to ask someone to take it away for me. And then I had to phone the guy to ask him if it's ready. And then phone another guy to go and fetch it. It was really a hassle, really a battle. So it went on for weeks and months. And eventually I came to a point and I prayed to God. And I said, dear God. I want to repair my own computers. I want to know everything about computers. I want to build my own computers too. I want to know about the software, the hardware, everything. So, <laughs> what happened one day through events, which I will share with you in another episode, I ended up, in a, in a company with a friend, in a company, a computer company. And this owner, he, he came from his office and he asked a question and he said, do, do any of you guys know anything about the law? I said, what's your question? He said, come to my office. And, I, and he showed me the letters and they were law terms in Latin. And I explained to him what it meant. So one day he came to me and he, he said to me, um, um, I want you to motivate my staff. I said, no, your staff must not be motivated. You must be motivated. I said, you see, when a fish rots, the head starts to rot first. And once the head rots, then the whole body rots. So if the head of an organization or the head of a, a sports team or the head of a band or head of a family is, is corrupt or a nation is corrupt, it falters down to the staff or to the band or if it's a head of a church to the church. So it's you need to be motivated, the head of the organization. I left it there. He came to me one day again and he said, I'm looking for a driver. I said, well, I don't have a driver's license. He said, no, I'm looking for someone to drive my staff. I didn't talk to him any further about that. But eventually he asked me to come in one morning early, 8 o'clock. 
the morning and he said to me, I would like you to manage my company, my computer company. Praise the Lord. And he made me the manager of his computer company. And whilst I was managing the company, I learned everything about computers up till then. That was on the market and the methods they used to repair computers. And I learned to repair computers. I learned to troubleshoot computers. I learned about the different software, the hardware. I learned about different programs, how to navigate through the programs and so forth. And so that actually was an answer to a prayer. It just shows that, that God is a God who answers prayer. There's uh, Psalm 65 says, David said, O thou who hearest prayer, to thee all flesh must come. So I had this experience that God answers prayer if the prayer is according to his will. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you've got to take courage. But the word of God says in Ephesians 3.20, Unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond what we can think or pray. So God did not only grant me my heart's desire to teach me how to build computers and how to repair computers and how to navigate my way through the software, He also gave me a managerial post. So that's more than I asked for. He gave me a salary. And even there I learned about sign writing, and I learned about spray painting, and that's where I learned about voice over IP, which is the medium um, WhatsApp is using currently when you make a phone call. And and voice over IP wasn't so um, in full swing then, but already we were acquainted with that. So I can truly say to you, that God is a God who hears prayer and answers prayer. I remember when I came to the Lord, I stood one day at the shop window and I saw this nice suit, this suit, a, a gray pinstripe suit. And I said, Lord, I would like to have a suit like that, a gray pinstripe suit. Two weeks after that, I received a gray pinstripe suit as a gift. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? So, so since I received the Lord as my personal Savior, I've experienced that God is a God who hears prayer and He answers prayer, the prayers that is according to His will. So what do I do? How do I know what is His will? Before I pray, I always say, Lord, inspire me so that I may pray according to Your will for myself and others. Amen. There's many things <coughs> that I prayed for, but what I've learned that after I've prayed, I make a declaration. After I've prayed, I say that this thing that I prayed for is going to happen. I remember when I received an invitation to Washington that I had to apply for a visa. And now already I was well aware that there were many people who applied for visas. I'm talking about high-level people, um, preachers, dignified preachers who were preaching on the radio, 
high-level musicians who applied for a visa to America, but they declined their application. And I thought if they declined them, will they really give me a visa? But I prayed to God. I said, Lord, make a way for me to get my visa in the name of Jesus. And then after I prayed, I said these words, God is going to do for me beyond what I can think or pray, exceeding abundantly beyond what I can think or pray, according to Ephesians 3.20. Then I, I said another thing. I said, I am going through this visa application like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> you see what happens. The Bible says in Mark 11, Verse 23, it says, If you do not doubt, but believe that what you say, you shall have what you have said. Then Isaiah 44, 26 says, God confirmed the words of His children and bring into fulfillment the fourth saying of His messengers. You see, so, so I believe that prayer and declaration or forth saying goes hand in hand because sometimes we pray well, we pray right, and we may pray according to the will of God, but then we negate that powerful prayer that we prayed by giving a negative utterance. Say if you pray for a car, then you say, oh, where am I going to get the money for a car? Who's going to buy me a car? Say if you pray for, for a job and you know you're already over 40 or so because it's sometimes difficult to get a job over 40 when you're over 40 years old. And you say, who's going to give me a job? What company is going to employ me at this age? You see, you must, must not think of these things. You must not say those things because what you say is what you get. The, the negative things you say will come to pass. It will happen. The positive things you say will come to pass. It will happen. There's proof of that in the book of Numbers chapter 13. In Numbers chapter 13, God told Moses to delegate one member from each of the tribes. There were 12 tribes, so each tri tribe had to give or send a delegate with this team, the a reconnaissance team. They had to go and spy out the land and, and survey the land and, and check it out and see what kind of people are living there, how the lay of the land is. And so 12 of them went. So what happened? As they went there, they saw that there were giants in that place. And 10 of the men said, No, we cannot overcome these giants we look like locusts in their eyes and fear gripped their hearts. But there were other two spies with them. The one was Joshua and the one was Caleb. And Joshua and Caleb said, No, we can surely overcome. The other said, No, we cannot overcome because these are giants. We are going to die here in this desert. So that's in chapter 13 of Numbers. In chapter 14 of Numbers, verse 28, God said, 
the very words they spoke before my ears, I'm going to bring it upon them. So those people died in the desert. I repeat those words. Numbers 14 verse 28. God said, the very words they spoke before my ears, I'm going to bring it upon them. They said, we're going to die here. So God brought those words, came over them, and they and their families died there. So your prayer and your words must go hand in hand. It must correlate. Your prayer must be a prayer of faith, and your words must be words of faith. Do not pray well and then speak negative. Because what you say is what you're going to get. Your words carry power. But the two men who said we can overcome, they possess the land. They entered the land. They and their families. You see? So your words carry power because your words uh, either give utterance to your faith or to your doubt and unbelief. Those two said, we're going to die here. We cannot overcome these giants. Those were words of unbelief. If you read in a book, there's a book called Jude. Just before you get the revelation, it says there that because of the unbelief, they couldn't enter the land. Now there's a difference between unbelief and doubt. Doubt may just be fleeting. You may just doubt for a moment, but then you believe. That's okay. Doubt is okay. Because it's just momentarily. But unbelief, you see doubt is in the mind, but unbelief is a decision of the heart. That's very dangerous. It means that once a person has unbelief, it means he has decided this thing is totally not going to work. It's not going to happen. That's a decision of the heart. The person is now set in his ways. He says this thing is not going to happen. It can't happen. It's impossible. Oh, with God, all things are possible. May the Lord bless you then. I hope that you are encouraged uh, by this seg segment. Just remember that whenever you pray, it's an opportune moment. So it always comes to me whenever I stand before God in prayer, these words come to me. Don't let this moment pass you by. You see, when you... You stand or kneel in prayer before God. That is an opportune moment. That is a moment for you to tell the Almighty God what you need. That is the moment for you to pour out your heart before Him. You must take advantage of the opportunity in the lifetime of the opportunity. Whenever you have an opportunity to pray, someone said, if you have time to pray, God has time to listen. So you must pray to God. Tell Him what you want. Tell Him how you feel. Share with Him your desires. But know that not every prayer is answered immediately. Some prayers are answered instantaneously. Some take a while to be answered. And some prayers are delayed. But you must never give up hope. Never give up. A faith. I remember we worked in a place where, where it was like 38 degrees Celsius in the heat. We were working on a building. There was a slight problem there with the roofing. Uh, and me and my friend, he was the, the manager, project manager. He said, we must just go over the weekend, just put in two slates there, here and there, and 
another two over there. And as we worked there, me and him alone on a Saturday afternoon, there were no other workers. The heat was scorching, and we consumed about three two-liter uh, bottles of, of Coca-Cola. By the time it was about one o'clock, we had consumed that. And and then he said to me, wow, it feel like uh, drinking some Fanta. You feel like there were no shops near us because we were uh, on the outskirts of the city. And I said, okay, let's bow our heads and pray to God. We were standing on a scaffold and, and I bowed my head and I said, Lord, please send us a two-liter Coke. Rather, sorry, not a Coke. Please send us a two-liter Fanta. <laughs> Do you know, 40 minutes after that, the owner, now the owner, he lives 500 miles away, but he's got this place also in this town. But he decided that day he's going to come and visit his, his building project to see how far it is. And while he was in the city, he received an inspiration to buy us a two-liter Fanta. And my friend said, this man, whenever he come and visit them on the site, he never buy them anything. So you see, God is a God who hears prayer and answers prayer. You can believe it or doubt it, what I'm saying. If you believe it, you will, will receive it. If you doubt it, you're going to go without it. But if you confess it, you possess it. The Lord bless you.